every single week I'm at Home Depot and Lowe's, somebody's stealing something. Well. So you telling me. <laughs> they can be stopped. I, I, that's well, what that's what's called that's what they call loss prevention. Right? You well, I guess understand. home I guess Home Depot and Lowe's don't have loss prevention. Preferably those that um well let's call them in the new church, right? That are kind of a in the new the church. New church. Like they were like, yo, Kanye's yo, he's he's Christian now. Like they started wearing the Yeezy hats and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And I'm like, yo, at like for me, you know, if you know me well enough to know, I always say I got a BS meter, right? And I'm mm. looking at this joint. I'm like, I've been in a black church too long. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know when when Rev come to visit and you look at him like, ah, something ain't, something ain't something about this dude. And I no disrespect the person, but like I I seen what Kanye was doing, and I'm like, yo, he's a great entertainer. But on that front, in my, so I used to be a musician. Okay. So we used to do sheds. Okay. So in the shed, I'm saying you just going with the flow. Yeah. Different musicians hopping on, creating a vibe, having an en- I'm saying creating an energy yeah. that's worshipful, mm-hmm. but also very skillful, mm-hmm. and got to catch on. Yeah. And on the larger scheme of things, you're trying to attract people to mm-hmm. what we're trying to foster. Yeah. And build. Yeah. Right. So when it comes to music, you got some of the best musicians, some of the best singers, mm-hmm. directors, writers, right. producers, mm-hmm. folks that could compose. Like, yo, you're in your element making bomb ass music. Yeah. There's somebody with a bigger brand comes up along mm-hmm. talking Jesus. Yeah. And he's black. Yeah. With money. That's your savior, cause he could open doors that y'all ain't really had before. Well, that's that's something different than what I'm talking about, right? So what I'm talking about, I think we're talking about the same thing, bro. Well, we may be, but like the the thing is, Kanye. So forget, Marcus Aurelius for, wrote in Meditations for, that the for, worst thing for, in the world. So forget Kanye, cause we're talking about for, no. For, but I'm talking the, about the, Kanye. But the perspective that I got from what you were saying was mm. the the followers. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but I was trying to get yeah. around to that, right? Okay. So, so what I saw was a lot of young impressionable people, young impressionable people, kind of, kind of locking on, yep. right? And was like, oh yeah, he's this, he's that, whatever. And we can't nigg- judge because niggas are forgiving motherfuckers. Well, and I—that's the thing. I'm not talking about them. So you specifically about, Kanye? No, I'm, I'm not talking about okay. black people. I'm talking about the other side, right? The whites, yeah, the evangelicals. Yeah, if you want to call it that, right? So what I saw was like this move to like quickly grasp a hold of of him Mm -hmm. and embrace him Mm -hmm. in a way without testing it. And then he came back. But he wasn't at no white churches, bro. He was at all all nigger churches. He might not have been. But I'm telling you what I observed. Sure. Right? And so they grabbed a hold of what he was doing real quick without testing it, right, to see if it was approvable. And then he turned around and did the bait and switch on him, right? And he turned and his music ain't like they were saying, oh, he's he's got a Christian album, right? And then this last joint he dropped last year, they was calling all the Christian album and stuff. That shit was horrible, bro. It was terrible, and everybody was, was on there talking about selling dope. Oh, that shit was horrible, bro. Right? But now, but they didn't cuss. That's because he bleeped it out. Yeah, yeah. But the words were said, 
Yeah, but they didn't cuss though. So it's a gospel. So all, all I'm saying is Christians like, don't cuss? The hell you say. But it's like I I feel like we we in our culture, man, like we like demagogue people. I, I agree. But in in regards to like the wave that he created. Cause I think for a while there's been like a falling away from the church. Right? So what he was able to do was, all right, cool. We're going to make some bomb-ass music. We're going to talk about Jesus. We're going to twist these lyrics, right? We're going to twist these lyrics, and we're going to make it relatable to the to the market of people that are searching for something. Seekers. Seekers. That they're, they're seeking love, belonging, uh, uh, to be connected to somebody that, that they could uh, um, relate to in their journey or their path that they're on. Yeah. And and music did it for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the Sunday service, like, yo, they them shits was packed. That's why I called himself Jesus. Because to 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 them, because of the platform he had and the access that he had, he ain't paid them niggas. <laughs> he ain't no, paid them niggas. But paying. them saying like you you're now getting cameras in your face. You're now having these access to these platforms. You're traveling on these planes that you're in different parts of the country, just based off of just for doing what you love to do: yeah. sing and play music. Yeah, not minimizing, not minimizing it, but I'm saying that's what you're passionate about. So I'm saying, like, of course, wherever y'all go is gonna sell out. Yeah, wherever y'all go is gonna be packed. Mm-hmm. Then you got these churches that's going along with it. That's bringing Sunday service. That's bringing the big name, Bingo. The, the biggest name, Bingo. the biggest name. Bingo. I'm saying in 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 modern Black history, Bingo. That's so, what I'm talking about. So so it's like where where do we draw the line as as a people? Because I'm saying like especially with the Black Church, because they they ride with everything that sells. They ride with everything that's popular. That, that'll be a great episode. That will be a great episode. You know, I I agree. I'm just saying the so, black the new church right is what we're talking about. The new church and the new church, I think, is too focused on being. You know, I think in the Bible, don't quote me on this, but it says like be in the world but not of the world. That's not the Bible. That's is just that, that's just a saying. It's just that's just the saying. Yeah, well, it's the saying. It's the yeah. saying in the Christian circle. I don't know if it's in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. I think it is. It says uh, that we may be in this world, but not of this world. I think is what it says. So if anybody said that, that's the Apostle Paul. It, it probably was Paul. Um, but as a matter of fact, we got a producer. <laughs> you know, but yes. yeah, in but not of, right? Say again. John seventeen eleven. Then that's not even the then apostle that, Paul. That was Jesus. That, that was Jesus that, that said number, that, right? Okay. So, I think the modern church has allowed itself to not only be in the world, but they're very much of the world. But how can you escape that? So here, here's my perception of of Jesus. Jesus was a man that came to the world, 
that I was born of the world that came to save the world. Everything that he did was in the world. So, so the parables that he spoke were parables that you had to be in and of the world for you to understand. The miracles that he performed, you had to be in and of the world, but he came down to your level. Yeah, so where I will push back, and, and just as a disclaimer, right, n- neither of us are any type of biblical scholar. Oh, I'm a pastor. Well, what? And uh, <laughs> news to me. I'm telling you, but, um, to <laughs> throw your bra up here, <laughs> nah, and I'll squeeze them chesticles. <laughs> so to push back. Um, Please don't cancel it. Is that a Me Too moment? I don't know. But but to 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 your point, sister queen, sister queen, <laughs> you're good. Ah, right, cool. This but, man. But to your y'all point. heard that say that again. <laughs> right, cool. But to your point, um, so I think the thing is, if 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 Jesus of Nazareth mm-hmm. is who we say he is, who we know him to be, or those that follow know him to be, right? He was definitely not of the world, right? Because had he been of the world, he would not have been divine. So let me ask you the question. Mm-hmm. Do you think Kanye is of this world? Yes. I disagree. Where is he from? So based off of the previous episode that uh-huh. we had, mm-hmm. we not necessarily came to a conclusion, but he's not normal. Right? So Wait, I, but just because you're not normal don't mean you're not of the world. I, I don't think that he is... So, so what makes someone of the world that you're presently here, physically no, here? No. So, in in a in a theological sense, no. We we'll talk about the let's talk about the the actual sense of being of this world. So, so now that right there is what you, that's kind of a circular argument, right there, right? Sure. So let's let's keep it to the level of what we're talking about. We talk about the phrase "in but not of the world," right? Yes, sir. That is something very specific to. Jesus' followers, when he was telling them, you can be, you can, you, you're yeah, in the you, world, but you can't be of the world. Oh, you're making me sound like I'm defending Kanye. I'm not. I'm not yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, Kanye. Yeah. But, but, but you just said, so which, which person are we talking about? Are we talking about Jesus or Jesus? In which context? Let's talk about both of them. Right. Well, let's talk about them individually Let, then. Let's talk about both of them. Okay, individually. So, individually, what, what, I can't say, Kanye, <laughs> <Yeah>, Kanye. <laughs> right? So what Kanye's claim to be is yeah. that he's above the average. Right. So in his mind, his reality, he's not of this place. That's his reality, based based on him being a genius, based on mm-hmm. the connections he has, based on what he's building, based on everything that he thinks. Mm-hmm. What his reality is is not of this earth. Right. Right. He believes he's from somewhere else. Yes. Right. So that doesn't make. So that's his reality. We can't shoot his reality down. But we can we can transpose his reality against a greater reality. Right. There is something called the higher natural. law. But we could say the same thing about Jesus. You could absolutely. Because Jesus came down and and proclaimed all these things and Mm -hmm. and he performed these miracles. He did all of these these great acts. He did. Right. Mm -hmm. So. I don't know. I I, I kind of see it as being the same. I'm not. I'm not comparing them. Please. I'm. I'm not. Com- I am comparing. Them. You are comparing. I am comparing. Absolutely, you are. And how 
but it's based off of self-proclamation. Well, not necessarily, right? So, because because let's say Noriega is a disciple, Diddy's mm-hmm. a disciple. I'm saying because in fact the Gospels were written sixty years after Jesus was gone. Was gone. Yeah. So these weren't actual accounts that they had in the present moment. Right. This was years after. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying, like, who's to say that in the world of Kanye West, <laughs> say <laughs> proclaiming to be yeah. Jesus, mm-hmm. right? That's his reality. So whatever moves he's making, and I'll be honest with you, like he's made some pretty legendary moves. Not yeah. performing any miracles per se, right? But I'm saying he's certainly reached a a, a level and an aspect that we as uh, our people mm-hmm. haven't reached before. So what I'm saying with that being said, like. Well, he's a fantastic musical artist. You think right? that's it, though? I mean, and, and he's got a fashion following. I think, I think, I don't know. I don't know how he's closing these deals, I'll be honest with you. This, I don't know how he's. It's not the most. Even, like, even I, I mean, to each his own, even, right? Even with fashion, bro. I don't, yeah. I don't know how he's. Well, I mean, you know, because fashion is kind of like art, right? So it's just all about the, it's very subjective. Nigga, you walk you into know? a store, his clothes are on the floor. Look like homeless people. Clothes. Yeah. Like, to me, it looks like the clothes from the Matrix. It's like slave, mm, futuristic slave clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah. I mean, when we talk about like a Kanye West and his, um, if you want to call it a God complex mm-hmm. or whatever the case might be, like the thing is that is something that exists inside of his head, right? And I think part of the reason that our society has gone the way it's gone is because we put far too much respect and leeway on the reality that exists in some inside somebody's head. Right. And we've, we've become very like flexible with facts. Right. So what we'll do is we'll say, well, you know, Kanye, you know, like in his mind, you know, that's his truth, right? So if, if he say he a God, he a God, right? In his mind, because that's what he says he is, right? But then we'll also say, you know, eh, Timmy was born with male parts, with male sexual organs and a normal testosterone level. However, if he verbally says that inside his head he thinks he's a girl, we should automatically start hormone therapy before the child hits puberty, right? Mm. Both science and science and for nothing else but science would indicate that that is probably not the right thing to do. But in our society, we've become so flexible with well-established facts and higher natural law that will say, well, you know, that's that person's truth. Right. So now we all need to adhere to the reality inside that person's head. I might as well be able to say, you know what? Your wife, in my mind, she's mine. Yeah. You know? So, hey, give her up. But I, I think as far as being, so what's a God? I don't know. Well, uh, I guess a God, all a God is is a higher being, than uh, higher than a human in some sense, Right. It's something to be adored. Only gods receive worship, mm. right? Mm. You know? Mm. But I mean, but it's not a got you because here's the thing. It's, 
if you think about somebody like a Jesus, right? Or Yeshua, whatever you want to call him. People call him all these different things, the Messiah. Well, Jesus didn't exist. Right. Here's the thing. The Messiah was prophesied about many thousands of years before he was born. Mm -hmm. And when he was born, his birth, his life, his miracles, his death, his following, his resurrection and ascension all followed the prophecies that were talked about thousands of years before he was born, right? So I don't know the voice in the wind that prophesied Kanye West as a guy, mm. right? I, I don't think that he's a big G God, but I, I come from the belief that we mm. are gods. Because if we're made in the image... We're of, not, though. Hit me out. I'm sorry, I cut you off. If, if we're made in the image... Mm -hmm. In the image of what our creator is. So what the creator is, we are. In a sense. Right? No, no, no. Don't give me that half-assed answer, bro. I'm, I'm a, I'm, don't, but I, don't, I, don't do me like that. So here's but the that's thing. Our second, that's our second song. I told you we was going to have another song. <laughs> don't do me like that. So but here's, brother, here's the thing. Hold on a second. This is our other okay, song. Go ahead. Go ahead. Brother, don't do me like that. <laughs> don't, don't do me like that. All right. That's it. All right. So I got a third one too. It's that's be our, it's that's be our a, outro. That is is it's a, a common thing that I that over time I've I've come to not fully believe, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that's because I tend to think the Bible is is the inspired word of Yahweh, right? And I believe Yahweh to be the one true God. So in Genesis five, mm -hmm. it says this is the written account of Adam's line. When God created man, he made him in the likeness of God, Adam, the first man. The word Adam is taken from the Hebrew to mean man, right? Verse 2 says he created the male and female, and then he blessed them. And when they were created, he called them man, Adam, Adam. Verse 3 says, when Adam had lived 130 years, he had a son in his own likeness and in his own image. And he named him Seth. This is my belief. And I, I'm once again, I'm no I'm, I'm not classically or well trained in any of this stuff. But this is my belief, right? Adam, the first man, was made in the image of God, whatever that means, right? But when Adam had a son, his son was not in the image of God. His son was in the image of Adam, right? We're all sons of Adam in the sense that Adam being the first man was all the first man. He was also the first man to fall, right? Because the fall of man came through Adam. So we're not necessarily made in some image of God as much as we are made in the image of the first man who was in the image of God, but we're also children of the fall. I think that you're breaking the scripture down mm -hmm. and you're understanding of it and not what it says so what i think is that everything in there is pretty intentional what you think what i think yeah, yeah what you think because at this but point what, but what it says is what it says what have, it says. Have, have you read the book of enoch yes i've read the book of enoch okay so what's absolutely your, so what's your perspective on the book of enoch the book of enoch i believe 
is a so here, the book of Enoch. This ain't Bible studies, y'all. This ain't. Yeah. But you like to talk Bible. I don't. You do. Okay. You like to talk Bible. Okay. So I think the book of Enoch is a book that explains a, a mystery, right? Because the only time that Enoch is mentioned in the Bible, the, the 66 books of the canon, mm-hmm. it says that Enoch walked with God, I believe it was for 300 years. And then Enoch, interesting thing about him, he's one of only two men in the Bible to not die. Mm-hmm. Right? It was Enoch, and I believe it was Elisha. Elisha. One of the two. It's Elisha. Right? Was was taken up. So do we die? Yes, we die. Absolutely, we die. Oh, here you go. Because... We we have that experience of physical death. Yo, y'all y'all gonna have to come to our church. What's the name of our church? The King's King's Table Church. <laughs> the King's Church. <laughs> but no, I think you know, Book of Enoch. I think it's it's an interesting book. I like it. Um, I think Enoch explains the mystery of this man who walked with God, which that could pro- that's probably metaphorical for something, but for him to be as high or revered enough to not die and be taken up by God Himself. He was an important man. Yeah. So so to let let's say in the modern day cause because here's the thing. Like, I don't think that I don't want to keep putting light on Kanye. I really don't. Yeah. But we have to respect one's truth about themselves. What what they deem is truth. Cause I come from the notion that yo, we are gods. Because we have every every quality that God has. He's given us every quality to create, to change, to heal, to to speak. I am, if if we put the energy into the I am's, mm-hmm. we could foster whatever the I am that we're trying to create. So so it's like what whatever God said, I am, or let this be, the power and the energy that He fostered in saying I am or let it be mm-hmm. became. We have that same power. We've just been watered down and been fed bullshit to not be able to operate in our full capacity. And so, and and this is like a, a a buzzword third eye and being woke, yeah. but that. That's is real. So but. here's what I think about that. I think that we as men are absolutely 100% human. And I also think that we've not been given all the qualities of God. You ain't never been to a voodoo ceremony. May not have been to a voodoo ceremony. <laughs> However, right, if, if something like that is in you, mm-hmm. you could totally manifest it. The thing is, but, God, but ma- no, manifestation. Wait, 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 wait. So, I don't mean to cut you off, but <laughs> three things, three things that we say about Yahweh, because I think we're talking about the same entity, mm-hmm. right? Yahweh is three things: He's omnipotent, mm-hmm. He's omniscient, and He's omnipresent. Right? But that's all energy, bro. No, no. <laughs> See, so this is where we this is where we disconnect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, what I do is like, if I say something like that, you turn around, you say, "Oh, well, it's all energy." Because that's an abstract, right, that 
it's meant as a as a twist, as a hook. The thing is, the three things: omnipresent, omniscient. What's a twist? That you so you just say, oh, we're just all energy, bro. What that means? I didn't say like. What does that mean? So so when I say when I say he's omnipresent, Mm -hmm. omniscient. So what's presence? Present is is physically being there. Like you can like be somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. Or in the spiritual sense, is is being somewhere is that energy? No, that it's not in. So being somewhere is not energy. No, being somewhere is presence. So is my presence not energy? No, I think your physical presence is you physically being here right But now. is is my physical presence not my energy being in this room? So your physical presence is your mass, right? The only energy that's here with you is right mass, now. mass not energy? The, the only energy that's here with you right now is like your soul, right? Or your... Like the energy that, because humans, humans are, let me get to (laughs) humans are, we're also electromagnetic beings. So is electromagnetic? That's your energy, right? But when you say energy, you don't mean electromagnetism. You're talking about something that you don't define. That's still our makeup, bro. Right. But but it's not something that you define. That's a part of our makeup. So, so it is what I'm saying. Yes, it is. It is, but here's the thing. I'm not challenging you, by the way. No, no, you're not. But uh, but I want you to not be wrong, right? So here's the thing. I want you to have a good you understanding do, of what you're saying. But what you do when you say that, right, is you say these blanket statements, oh, we're energy, mm-hmm. right? But you have not defined what that means, right? So if I say that I have kinetic Omnipresent. energy. Omnipresent. Uh, okay, let's go to the next one. Om- Om- omniscient. 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 Go ahead. Now. Is that energy? Yes. How? How is it not? <laughs> you see you see what I'm saying? There? But you're everywhere. No, that's not what omniscience means. So what's omniscience? Omniscient means that it's all knowing. If 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 you take if you take I come into a room mm-hmm. and I have the faith of being able to sit down on the chair. Mm-hmm. I sit down on the chair. Right. That's me knowing, right? Mm-hmm. I stand up to pour something into this glass to know that it's not going to pour. So you're walking in what you know in the in the in the present being mm-hmm. because you're living, you're operating, you're moving. Okay. So that's all no moving in the all knowing of your presence. So explain Move, to me moving in the all knowing of because we don't know what we don't see. We don't mm. know, right? Very so well, so good. the same the same don't very good me. I very thought good. <laughs> <laughs> we get somewhere now. <laughs> so so what whatever's in my sphere to uh-huh. know and do, I'm living in my in the space and the reality of my the space that I'm knowing and doing. Mm-hmm. Not to say that, and and to say all knowing, that's a b- blanket statement, because we only know what we know. Exactly. We, we don't know what we don't know. Being that if we're living, the exact experience that we're living is the finite that we know that we know. So we so we say that God is omniscient. He's all knowing. Mm-hmm. Well, shoot, we we don't know what He knows. So exactly. we so we. So we not knowing what he knows, that's almost imaginary, bro. But the, here's the thing. Because you don't know what God doesn't know. I don't. And right? that's why he's so, omniscient. And so I'm the not. same way you could walk into this room, you don't know what you were walking into. 
But here's the thing, though. That, you don't know. Hear me out. Hear okay, me out. Hear me out. Go, keep going. You don't in any room that you walk into, mm-hmm. any any closing, and you walk outside your door. Yeah. You don't know, but the faith and the energy that you have that you operate in, faith energy, the 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 faith that you walk in, mm-hmm. walking outside your door, going into your garage, put turning on your car, driving out your driveway. That's knowing and having the faith that you're good. So where where I Not, push back on you is that you're there's two two things that I'm gonna push back on. Just just say ten. Number one. I don't have to, like me walking out of, let's say, my bedroom door to get ready to go to work in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. I don't walk that walk in faith. I walk that walk because it's a route I've taken before. I've seen it. It's because it's, it's all knowing. You no, know, no, no, you no, know no, the no, path no, that no, you're no, going to no, take. No, I'm, 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 I'm getting there, right? So the thing is, I don't have to drive to work in faith, right? I can drive to work. And no, memory and no, I can drive to work in and no, guidance through a GPS system and no, what faith is, but you know, but what faith I don't have faith in my car. I may have confidence in you it. You do have faith in your car, bro. I don't. I have confidence in it. There's a difference because when I put my faith in something, mm-hmm. I am putting myself beneath it, and I'm aligning that as higher than me, right? So when I put my is that confidence, not confidence, bro? No, it's absolutely not because I have the confidence. In myself, that you know what, I can have a solid business next year if I work hard enough to mm-hmm. achieve it, right? But it may take faith for me to say, I don't know what happens when I die, but I believe that there is something greater on the other side for me. Is that faith or confidence? That's faith. Because what confidence does is confidence, I can have confidence in a material thing, a confidence is just a score. Faith can't be scored. That's why it's an abstract thing. That's why it's called mm-hmm. a mystery. That's my first thing. My second thing is... But, but I think conf- no, 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 confidence let, let, could let be me a get, mystery. No, no, no. Confidence no, no. could be let a mystery. Let me get to my second one. You just said... Now, the term omniscient means that God is all-knowing, all-seeing, right? So, you just said, I don't know what God knows. If we think that... Or we, we proclaim that God is all-knowing, right... And then we turn around and say, I don't know what God knows. Then automatically we're not on the same level because if I don't know everything that you know, right. And I say that, you know, all, and I literally say, I don't know all, then I am not on the same level. We're not operating on the same level. anymore. I I think, I think that we really need to dive into the difference between faith and confidence. Well, there's a, a clear distinction between faith. Like I'm confident in a lot of things, but my faith causes me so faith, is have, a, so faith is more so of a mystery. It's absolutely a mystery. You ever been on an interview? Yes, I've been on an interview. A job interview? Yeah. Do you have faith or confidence? I got confidence. You can have both, but you got to have confidence. Because if I go in there in a job interview and I know every answer to everything they're going to ask me. That's confidence. And I got all the credentials, but I go in there and I lack confidence in my answers, I will not get the job. Right? So where does faith come in in that? If faith only comes in, confidence. that's what I'm talking about. I don't need, I don't need that. So when I go into a job interview, mm-hmm. my faith is not a part of that. Your faith is not a part of it. No, it's all confidence. It's all confidence because at this point it's like what I've done. Matter of fact, y'all wouldn't even be talking to me if you didn't see what I did. I wouldn't even be qualified 
And that's the confidence. But faith allows you to do things that you're not qualified for. Confidence. I think that's confidence, brother. Mm-mm, that's not confidence. The, oh. thing, the, the thing with faith, faith is a scandalous thing. Because faith and grace operate together. Right? Grace is the most scandalous concept in the human history. Right? Because we literally are given something that we absolutely not only don't even deserve, that it shouldn't even, it should be taken from us. It shouldn't even be in the realm of our possibility, right? But through faith, we're given, we're given grace, right? We're being just, if you listen to the way St. Paul talks about it, he says that we've been justified through faith, through faith and adopted into the family of God. So I, I think that from, our beautiful conversation, everybody's in search of a truth. Yeah. Where, whereas you have your truth that you stand on, um, whether it's faith, you're standing on it through faith or through mm-hmm. confidence. Um, I have my belief that I stand on, whether it's through faith or through confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's in search of something. Yeah. So I think what, Sunday service has been successful in doing is gathering people together through the medium of music. Yeah. Where we don't have to have these conversations. The thing is though, music is an an emotional medium for sure. Right. But there comes a point in a person's life where your emotions have to be put to the side. But right now, a lot of, especially with everything that's going on in the world, like, I don't think people are necessarily looking for the details of what they believe in. They just want to believe in something and feel good about it. That's what it is. They yeah. want to feel good. That's that's the new church. And that's not even just the new church. It's the, that's the old church too. But the, that's people the, in general. Now. The 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 new church is trying to connect because being shit being a, a product of the eighties or the nineties right. you know, saying like our, that generation has been misled in a lot of ways. So where you have your Kirk Franklin's that's been like revolutionary and still presenting the gospel or God yeah. or a, 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 a level of faith that somebody could tap into that their parents, you know I'm saying was trying to push on them, but in a more tasty way mm-hmm. that they could digest a Sunday service is like, okay, cool. You don't get this dope ass music, this dope ass experience with people that look like you, right. people that's your age that you can relate to. Like, yo, it's easy to tap into. It is. So, so it's like, there's more of that happening now because a lot of the churches are losing members. They're yeah. losing members, quote unquote, they're losing people to the, these congregations. Yeah. And that whole group of people are looking for something to connect to. Right. And they're not worried about the details. They're not worried about the necessarily the theology, the um the 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 finite details of what that is. They just want to belong. They want to feel good. They want to feel and belong. Yeah. That belonging part is super important too. Yeah. I think that because we tap into something, we could relate. I right, cool. You like music, I like fried chicken. Yo, you my brother. Yeah. But at the same time though, that's not necessarily what they need, right? Because not everybody know what they need not, until you tap into them not, saying not everybody knows what you need. But here's the thing. 
there is a, a truth. You want to talk truth, right? There is a truth that anytime you sway to the latest and greatest thing, the shiny object, the thing that makes you feel good for a moment, right? It makes you like a drug addict, mm -hmm. right? You're chasing the high of that moment that you felt. When the truth of the matter is life is not always going to be that Sunday service. Monday morning has to come. And if you don't have something to stand on on Monday morning, why do then, people why do people do drugs? People do drugs because they want to feel good. Exactly. They want to they want to escape so their reality. That's, that's they want to escape their reality. That's what it is. Their truth. That's right? what church is. But here's the thing: true church, right? True, church. true so theology, true. whatever it is, true gives you something to stand on outside of the the emotional feeling. Mm -hmm. Because right, what what I'm getting at here is there's a lot of Christians out there, right, who think the Christian life is the 90 minutes that you spend on Sunday morning mm -hmm. when you For sing the experience. when you sing the emotional songs, mm -hmm. you feel that 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 choke in your throat, right? And then, you know, you get a good motivational word and then it's over, right? But what the true Christian walk can often be is kind of like Job. Job was a man of sorrows. He had all the things to make him feel good. And then he was allowed essentially for all of those things to be taken away so that the only thing that mattered was his relationship with the divine. 99.9% of people, especially here in America, especially here in America, mm -hmm. ain't don't got that level of Job faith. That's what I'm talking about. And that's exactly my point. Right. So so that's exactly my point. So so seeing seeing Christianity or religion lived out in a third world country, it's a different it's yeah. a different religion. But that's exactly what I'm talking it's a about. Different set of beliefs. Because Christ even said that in the final days there are gonna be people that come up to me screaming my name, all these things. And, and he, I know you're not. I know you're not. Yeah. Right? And he knows them not because of the simple fact that they're chasing the 90 minutes on Sunday and nobody's ever telling them, like, yo, it can get tough sometimes. Like, you're going to struggle with some stuff. There's some things you got to put down. You know? They don't get that all the time, right? And so what happens is that gap gets filled with the Kanye's. It gets filled with you, God. You're on the same level as God. In fact, so, so I, I don't, damn. So we, we kind of were trying to move into the different, the three different attributes of God. Mm -hmm. Omnipotent. Omniscient and omnipresent. And omnipresent. We got stuck on omnipotent. No, we got stuck on omniscient. omniscient. We didn't even get to omnipotent. All right. So what's omnipotent? All powerful. Mm. Okay. Right. So what's that mean? Not only all power, but all power in his hands, right? What's that mean? What that means is that he literally has all authority. Mm -hmm. Right? All authority to to speak the universe into existence. Mm -hmm. Right? It's it's really I mean, it's kind of a complete statement. All authority, all celestial, cosmic spiritual, whatever, right? Sure. That's what omnipotent means, right? And so for, for a Christian believer or somebody that says they believe in the Bible, somebody that calls themselves a Jew, right? 
if they don't think Yahweh is all-powerful, all-knowing, ever-present, then they don't believe in the God of that book, right? They don't believe what they profess to believe. And too often what's happened in this day is that we want it both ways. That's why we can very easily say, oh, yeah, I believe that we're also gods. But it's as if we haven't read Genesis, right? The first, There's a twist that's been given, like we... We got, we've been given this lie that the first sin was sex. Mm-hmm. First sin wasn't, wasn't sex. The first sin was when Adam and Eve, when they ate of the fruit of the tree, they disobeyed God. And there was a very distinct reason why they should not have eaten of the fruit from the tree was because you would then be, you'd be in sin because this, the serpent told them you'll be like God. Mm-hmm. And now we got all these people walking around here talking about, oh, Black man is God. So I right? the so Genesis was it the first book in the Bible. So there's a lot of missing books and text and information that in the composition of the Bible was left out. So the agenda of King James and his Mm, let's back up. Let's back up. So the sixty-six whoa, books of the whoa, canon whoa, whoa, whoa. were finalized whoa, whoa, whoa. at the Second Council of Nicaea in AD three forty-eight. So the King James version of the Bible mm-hmm. was translated from the sixty-six books that were canonized in three forty-eight. Which the was, apocrypha was which, never, which was completely changed. It was not completely changed. It was completely the changed. King James version. All it did. Was turned what? all the sixty six books of the Bible into one language, which was Old English. It was not. It because was not language. It it was the composition of those books. It was not language. So here, the language here, was yes. It was the Old English. So what language was it? Was it in? What language did it get? So it was translated to yes. The language from what to what? From from Hebrew to Old English. How many different languages? Latin, were? Latin, mm-hmm. Hebrew, mm-hmm. Old English. No, it was Latin, Hebrew, Aramaic. Greek Aramaic and Greek in, yeah, in yeah. Hebrew, right? And not only that, Aramaic Greek, yeah. Not only that, right? At the Second Council of Nicaea, what they did was they took all of the extra biblical books, right? What we call the Apocrypha, the Apocrypha, right? And they they took a very close look at those, and they considered the sources, mm-hmm. and they considered the material, right? Many of those books were not written. Until after the Revelation book was already written. Many of those books were written in two and 300 AD, yep. right? So they were automatically taken out of the 66 canon because they were not true to the, the gospel, right, of the Bible. You see what I'm saying? Now, here's the thing. Those books were not taken out of circulation, right? They were just, yeah. pulled, they were just yeah. pulled from the 66 Fast forward to King so, James. So you just said they're not pulled out of circulation. They were just they're not pulled out of circulation. They, so they continue to be in circulation. So where are, those tec- where, are, where are those texts now? You can look at them anywhere. You can go look up the, the revelation of St. James anywhere you want to. It's online right now. right? Uh, it's a gospel of Judas right uh, now that you can look up. Uh, There's also a book called the Didache, right? which was actually written by Jesus' family. right? People that were in Jesus' actual family, his brothers. If, if and a... It, if and a, a if a book is supposed to be infallible and supposed to be the true word, mm-hmm. you have to have That's why all, all of the information. But here's the thing. Many of the books. And I'm not challenging the book. 
I believe in the book of history. Many of the books that we call the Apocrypha, mm-hmm. right, were taken out because there was clear evidence that they did they were either forgeries, fallacies, or they did not match the narrative. Golly. Right? Because so so it's perspective. It's perspective. The same way you have the four gospels, they're all different encounters and perspectives. From from four different men that walk with Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? First hand accounts. Right? They, in but, in but, that case, no wait. In that case, right? I, there's Kanye, over. There's shut over. Me up, like <laughs> no, because uh, here, I mean, we got to get to the meat and potatoes of the, of the matter, right? So there's over 500 documented, right? There's over 500 documented eyewitness accounts of the ascension, right? Those aren't in the Bible, right? However, Josephus, who is the greatest Jewish historian of mm-hmm. all time, right, and uh, Didymus. And also Pliny the Younger, right? They all were contemporaries of Christ, right? And they wrote down histories and accounts that match the biblical narrative, right? But they don't have books in the Bible. You see what I'm saying? Because they're what they wrote was not so. But but what they wrote was not solely about trying to point to the divinity, the agenda of Christ, the agenda. Well, agenda. Shut me down. I'm not trying to shut you down. No, the the agenda. It's the agenda, agenda, right? Not every what is the so not every not every book in the Bible whose agenda is but but not every book in the Bible points to to Jesus Christ. There's only there's really only what one that doesn't, and it doesn't point away from him either. What's the oldest book written in the Bible? The two oldest books written in the Bible, the Book of Job, Mm -hmm. and book of genesis esther so that's new information to me it is new information but the book of Job. the reason why people call it the oldest book written in the bible is because it doesn't mention the law mm-hmm. and then the book of esther also doesn't right which is why people point at those as the two oldest written books of the law the, the Re- thing is Mo- moses was the one who the law was given to right? so reason for genesis because there were multiple washings away of men of people or the washing of the earth, cleansings, multiple. Cleansing, I mean, what, what we're getting into here is 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 the question of the metaphorical nature. Yo, we didn't digress Genesis. way away from the new church. Yeah, <laughs> but you like to go there with me, so now it's on tape. It's on tape. But the thing is, like metaphorically speaking, right there, like for me, my honest like opinion of it all is that. Genesis 1 through 11. Gives chapters or cha- verses? Chapter 1 through 11 okay. of Genesis, to me, gives us the most clear um, example of man's search of the explanation of the divine mm. is what it does, right? And I would say it's John, and one, John 1 and 1. No, I think it's Gen- Genesis 1 through 11 gives us like, it, it tells us it's basically like God's story, right, of his interaction with humans, right? Because even if you read it and you start to read about Abraham, right? Yeah. If you read the Bible from the perspective of— Oh, shit, I'm about to bust you upside your head. If you, read the, if you read the Bible from the perspective of the human condition versus God's character, right, you'll see that God is always— 
pursuing humans and we're not always pursuing him, right? And so what happens is in those early parts of the canon, right, my belief is that God is looking for people that will listen, essentially. He Well, niggas ain't listening. So we don't. So so who who is he talking to right now? We don't. So niggas we, ain't listening. We talking to all we, of us. We we twerking. We Yeah, we doing all types of shit. I mean we all niggas do. ain't listening. I mean nobody is. In, in, in a sense, right? We all got because we're not perfect. I think the Jews We got a human nature. I think the Jews are listening. That's why they so <laughs> <laughs> That's why they so blessed. I don't think they're gonna cancel you for that. It, Get it blessed. I don't think they're going to Yeah, they blessed. The Jews but listening. anyway, I mean, we... we, we but but we, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yeah, I wanted to throw the scripture at you, but we kind of digressed from it. Go ahead. John 1 and 1. Nah, it was uh, Genesis 6 and 6. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Genesis 6 and 6. Go ahead. Where God clearly spoke on mm-hmm. re- the regret of man. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Re- open and, your Bible. And, and wash this away. Open your Bible. That was one of the washings. Noah. Yep, in the days of Noah. Yeah, Noah. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there's there been plenty of things, but I think ultimately what the Bible is, the Bible to me is not a historical book to where it's not like an encyclopedia. So what is it, a spiritual book? I think what the Bible is is God's, it's God's story. It's God's, you know, people like to use the language of God's love story to mankind. I think what the Bible really is is, in fact, the word Bible means history, right? It's translated from the Hebrew history so it's not basic instructions right. before leaving earth it's definitely the basic instructions okay however the the bible to me is like it's the history of god's relationship with man i think someone's bored here she might be she might be tired we're having like we're having a spirit conversation very cerebral and very spiritual and i there's there's space for both right yeah they overlap so that's how you meet Getting to that place where you can create space for both that cerebral and spiritual connection that we're all seeking for. Because yeah. there has to be space for both. It can't be absolutes because you said that in the beginning. Right. Spirituality is not absolution. So we have to learn how to create those spaces where both can be true. Absolutely. There's so, a logic. So what I like to tell people is there is a logic to spirituality. Mm-hmm. You know, And I think for some of us, like myself included, I tend to live in the logic, right? That's that my faith comes from my logic mm-hmm. because my logic comes from what I've seen, right? Mm. So, so your faith is based off of what you've seen. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. So I don't I don't have a blind faith. Mm. Right? That's beautiful. But so we are on the same page. Cuz I cuz I think I think our our faith is based on what you just say? What I've seen. What you've seen. So what you've seen and what you experienced is what composed and is writing the story of what you believe. Right. So, like, I love these conversations because mm-hmm. I don't think you're right. I don't mm-hmm. think I'm right. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think you're wrong. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think I'm wrong. Because we, we all have a truth that we're living. We all have a journey that we're on, a path that we're on. And it's it's beautiful, yo. Y'all can meet us on Sunday. Come uh, through this, this Sunday. <laughs> y'all can meet us this Sunday yeah, with more pa- spirited conversation. For where Pastor Ken's gonna be bringing the word. Nah, I'm gonna be leading praise and worship, and 
If I had nah. to preach, if, if the church had to go off me preaching, wouldn't nobody be there? Yeah, nah, it would. It'll be there. I'd be too boring. Nah, it'll be there. I can't. I don't. I'm not here to entertain you. Nah. So that's the thing. Churches, church should it be? Yeah, it should be. Church, church should be entertaining. It should be. Yeah, I, 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 I don't to, think I, it should be. I used to go. I used to enjoy going to church because you got some of the the baddest baddies there. <laughs> Judging me? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to tell you why I gave my life to Christ. beautiful people everywhere. I'm going to tell you why I gave my life to Christ. And golly, I'm telling a little bit too much about me. Hey. I'm going to share it. What goes on the internet stays on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm with it, though. Uh, I ain't going to say no names. But so, like, my upbringing was I didn't grow up in the church. Right. So... One of my mans, who we were, you know, like, we were out there doing, like, really. You was doing hood rat things with your hood rat friends. Yeah. But, yo, every ch- every Sunday, this nigga went to church. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, you <laughs> like, had to find out why. <laughs> so he's like, yo, and he would keep inviting me and keep inviting me. Man, I went one Sunday. There's two sides to the story. I went one Sunday. Uh-huh. And I'm like, God, damn, she cute. <laughs> <laughs> And they have a drummer there. In fact, the the pastor's wife was playing the drums. <laughs> <laughs> so, as an entrepreneur, I seen that there was a pain point. I can play the drums, and I could provide a solution to that pain point. Man, that's very entrepreneurial. Man, listen, you feel the need. Yep. I became the drummer a month later, <laughs> and I had me a girlfriend three months later. But but now nah, I'm saying like I think I think these conversations are beautiful. Yeah, um, this is fun. We're, we're we're all in search of something, and with not not to say that your, your faith your faith is your faith, right? And we don't, especially as a people that care about each other, we don't want someone to go astray. No, nah, definitely we, not. We definitely want for there to be a level of accountability and a level of yo. Know, we want to make sure you're good. Yeah. Um, you gotta be rooted in something. Right. And and I think these conversations, whatever your perspective or faith or sense of belief may be, you know, as long as you're connected to something and people that authentically care about you. Yeah. That's what's most important. Yeah. Because I'm saying, like, whether you're Jewish, whether you're um Muslim, Christian, Buddhist, um, Hindu. Like, yo, we're, we're people. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're people. We all human. Experiencing this journey together. Yeah. Different path of where you think your destination may be, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we're on the same path. We're on the same journey. We're experiencing the same things together. Yeah. Many roads all leading to the same destination. Many vines. Yeah. One fruit. Because the destination... Destination is a grave for all of us. Yeah. But we all so, got our different path to get there. For sure. I once heard for a man say, somebody tried to fight me down on this, where it was like, at the end of a rich man's life, and at the end of the poor man's life, it's six feet. Hmm. It's the same for both of them. And somebody tried to fight me down on that. I'm like, well. Well, I will fight you on this. The... 
Caskets are built different. Caskets are built different. Yeah. <laughs> some are thicker, some are thinner. The same dirt. The same dirt. Yeah, we all got we all gotta do. We all yeah. gotta do that thing. And and honestly, man, life is on your tombstone is gonna be two dates. And a dash. There's gonna be a dash in the middle. What you do with the dash is what's important. And right. that's all up to you. Well, with that, this has been another episode of The King's Table. Where it's all about brotherhood, bourbon, and breaking bread. Yes, sir. Let's get it.